Welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored. I am one of your hosts, Milo Dennison. I'm Jamie Fenderson. Time to do a wheel spin. Okay, ready to spin. Here we go. Ready? 1992. Okay, because we have to get into the 90s now because there's so few 80s left. Yeah, 1992. That's good. And then, oh, here, here comes the topic now. Television. Hmm. And then our, our segment. The case of. Case of. So. The versus the versus. Interesting. Oh, Smackdown. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. All right. All right. We're going to go to the future now. Yep. Let's do it. See you in the future. See, see you in the future. So this was a time warp and we're back. And we, we decided what we're going to talk about. Yeah. It's actually kind of cool. I'm glad. Did you say I, I that? We'll, Did you say what we're talking about? No, no, we're going to, because okay. when we see, we get confused about spinning the wheels and then I stood you up again. We don't know where we are. Yeah. But the, the wheels said 1992 and they said um, something about 1992. Yeah. So, so we did a wheel spin. It said 1992 television, the case of. Yeah, that's that's it. Right. And we decided we're going to talk about two of the coolest shows that came out in 1992. And we were the perfect age form, too. It's Batman, the animated series and X-Men, also known as X-Men, the animated series, which were huge. They were fantastic. I loved both those cartoons. I still love both of those cartoons. Yeah, Uh, they're absolutely amazing. So this is going to be a tough one because they're both fantastic shows. But I took Batman the Animated Series, uh, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Uh, you've got X Men, which is amazing. So let's uh, let's make our make our cases, man. You want to go first? Well, X Men came out in on October thirty first, nineteen ninety two. It was actually supposed to come out the same time as Batman. Oh, really? In September? Yeah, because they were both part of the Fox Kids Network launch. Remember that the Fox yep. Kids Network? They're like, okay, hey, we're gonna do kids shows. So we got some, we got a show lineup, and 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 two of those shows were Batman the Animated Series and X Men. But there were some production production delays for for X Men because they actually, it's amazing this thing was as good as it was if you look at it. So they they launched this thing, but they didn't have a lot of money, I guess. So they. Uh, outsourced it to Saban, which at the time was kind of a cheap, like uh, Saban Entertainment, kind of a cheap studio. But even Saban didn't have the manpower to m- make it. So they outsourced it to a place called Graz. <laughs> you never nice heard of it, right? Studio, yeah. <laughs> but they designed each episode and drew the storyboards and everything, right? And then they, then they took it over to like some South Korean studio called a- Acom. And the voice acting was done in Canada. So this thing was cheap. I, I If you look at it now, you kind of see it's kind of cheap. You can Actually, tell like when you look at the animation on it, it, it is, yeah, cheap animation. It's pretty cheap. But, but if you, th- even though it's kind of cheap, the cool thing about this is this was kind of one of the first cartoons that had like more adult themes. Like they had racism and they had a lot of like, like divorce and like the Holocaust, they had a lot of these things. And this was one of the first cartoons also that was serialized, heavily serialized. Yeah. So one, 
show led to another. And then the next show, and they always had previously on X-Men because you, you got to know what's going on. You got to watch the show because it's a whole big storyline and it gets complicated and the different bad guys, different heroes, and they explore all these subjects. So it's actually something like I, I'm actually rewatching it with my son and, and we like, it. I like it now. Cause even though the animation pretty chintzy, the stories are amazing. The stories are great. And this is something I think we were both maybe young, younger teenagers at the time. And this is something like even like teenagers and stuff could watch. That's why it was really cool. Right. Because it had this kind of serialized thing and it had a more mature, mature kind of thing going on. And it was, it was just cool. And I had all the X-Men comics too. So you could see some of the, the cartoons were ad adapted from the comics and stuff. And it just had all these awesome characters. And I think this along with Batman from the Marvel side was kind of the launch of cartoon superheroes, which led to what we have today. Yeah. It, what was cool about it. You're right about that serialized storyline. Cause if you think of like stuff prior to that, the justice league and that kind of stuff, each episode was its own episode and they were basically repetitive too, you mm -hmm. know, like, Oh, the bad guys try something, the superhero stop them end of episode next episode, you know, like those, those episodes kind of did that. And then in X-Men, it was an entire season of or entire series of trying to like, you know, stop the bad guys. And, and, and so you, yeah, you had, you had to, I mean, how often do you watch a cartoon where they're like previously on to update you what's been going on? It's yeah. That's among the first that did that. And it was great. I remember the, the, the music, the intro music. Every oh yeah. Time that so on a Saturday morning. It was rad, bro. You're like, yeah, X-Men time. What's going to happen this time? And you're in the know. If you if you watch it, you're in the know, right? You're like, oh, I'm in the know with X-Men because it's serialized, right? And that was kind of cool back then. Do you remember the X-Men comics and poster and the, and the VHS that came out at Pizza Hut? No, I don't. Do you remember that? Uh -uh. That was rad. So Pizza Hut had this deal where you get a pizza or whatever. And you could get like these two mini comics and a poster, but you also get a VHS. And the VHS is the, some of the producers and Stan Lee talking about X-Men and, and all the X-Men and how they made the show and all that. And nowadays it's funny to watch because Stan Lee's like talking about all this, what he did, but he, he actually didn't do anything. He, he was originally brought on and he wanted to get all like old school, like what you were saying, 60s style Justice League on it. And they were like, okay, Uncle Stan, we're not really into that. We're like, we're Fox. So we're a little edgier. So how about you are like a creative consultant over here and you just kind of be our front man and we're going to do our thing. And so they, the producers actually made it to where it's really serialized and more, more mature. I wouldn't say it's like adult, but it's more mature. Like adults could watch it. Uh, so it's funny to watch Stan Lee. I think he's, I think he's really good at marketing himself. <laughs> He is. He's like, oh, I'm so I'm, I'm doing everything. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Pizza Hut had that big thing because X-Men was huge. It was 23 million households it, it reached. Um, and then it let Saban, who was like this cheap studio, um, get in the like make money and start to become awesome. And then they could they, that's when they told Fox, hey, let's make this Mighty Morphin Power Rangers um, and stuff like that. And Fox would be like, OK, cool. You make us money. So we'll listen to you.
So Saban came kind of big, even though Marvel actually at the time went bankrupt. Yeah. That's when they were selling everything to Sony. Yeah. That's crazy. But I love this show. And to top, just to finish it, they're coming out, uh, Disney plus coming out with like a sequel to this called uh-huh. X-Men 97, which basically I think is going to continue from when it left off, which I'm totally stoked about, bro. I'm, I'm watch it. Oh yeah. And you know, they're going to up the animation game on that too. Now yeah. probably taking the <laughs> Cause they got money now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not going to be cheap ass animation from Philippines and Korea with some, with some Canadian actor voice actors going, let's go out in the boot. Let's, let's go boot it. You know? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, goodbye, Canadian audience. Well, uh, Batman, the animated series, as you mentioned, was also on Fox and came out a month before. The cool thing about Batman, the animated series was it was heavily influenced by Tim Burton's Batman. Mm -hmm. You know, without Tim Burton's Batman, we probably would not have this animated series at all. Like yours, they weren't just marketing for that like two to 11 year or making a cartoon for that two to 11 year old crowd. They were saying, let's make something that's for like tweens and something that like older audiences would appreciate as well. And with this, they're like, yeah. And we've talked about this in the past on the show, how like often cartoons are made just to sell toys. Not with this one. They're like, look, we're making this cartoon. We're not making it to sell toys. We're making it because we want to make a cool Batman cartoon um, it was made by Warner brothers, actually, even though it was aired on Fox. And what was cool about it is it was just after Warner brothers did, uh, that Animaniacs and, um, tiny tunes, mm-hmm. right. And Steven Spielberg was involved in tiny tunes. And so, because Warner brothers wanted to make Steven Spielberg happy, they like gave him whatever he wanted for Tiny Toons. So it had good animation, it had good music, it had good writing. And then when they did this, they're like, well, you did all this for Tiny Toons. Can you make, you know, let's do our show up to that standard as well, which they did. Um, the big thing, of course, that everybody remembers from Batman, the animated series, is how dark it was. Like it was every, most every scene takes place at night and it just had this cool, dark, film noir look to it which was very intentional on their part and they actually had a name for it they called it dark deco and because they wanted that art deco they wanted to have a 1940s feel to it but also be modern so you'll see airships flying around and computers you'll see the the tvs that they watch are in black and white while he drives you know flies a jet kind of stuff like so it's got this mixture of both of those Uh, which works really well because that kind of makes it really nice and timeless of a series. Most animation and drawings they do on white and then the coloring is done over that. What this is, they did it on black paper and then they colored over that. That's why it has so much darkness in it. And it helped in cost wise too, because then they didn't have to paint a lot of the black. They're like, well, you know, we're doing on black paper and it really kind of gives it that cool, dark noir look to it of like, black paper and color on it. Um, Style-wise, same thing. The cars, the clothing. Batman's Batmobile is just this long, sleek, kick-ass looking thing. Uh, it just looks so fast. Uh, also very influenced by Tim Burton's. I mean, Tim Burton's was more dramatic looking, but it still has that jet engine in the back. It still has the where he gets in and out, kind of you know slides forward window thingy or whatever. People can't can't see what I'm doing, but I'm actually 
trying, I'm talking with my hands and mirroring <laughs> yeah, uh, how the car slides <laughs> the, the thing open. Um, so yeah, so that's great. And they did a couple other cool things that was very like noir and 1940 style. So each episode had a title card that did to it. So they do the intro, which was really cool looking. And then they name each episode, you know, whatever it was like, you know, bad of night or whatever. And they'd had this really cool title card that would show before they'd go into each episode, naming what that episode was. Uh, just another really kind of timeless thing that they did the writing just like X-Men, right? That's why both these cartoons stand the test of time is because their storylines were so great. Mm -hmm. And they had some fantastic writers on this series that were like, look, we want to, we don't want everything to be all happy, hunky dory. You know, we want some kind of serious subject matter and let's give our bad guys real stories, right? So Mr. Freeze, they gave, this is where they gave that Mr. Freeze, that backstory of his wife dying and stuff that came from this. They gave most of the people had some kind of backstory. Um, Clayface, for example, they turned, he was an actor and you kind of see what happens to him. Harvey Dent, Two-Face, right? You feel sympathy for him because you see a lot of his backstory before he turns into Two-Face. And that kind of really makes each episode more interesting mixed with the cool drawings that they did and how each character looked and, and so dramatic. They had fantastic actors. The Joker was played by Mark Hamill, who initially wasn't actually supposed to be the Joker. It was supposed to be Tim Curry. And Tim Curry actually recorded like four episodes of this of the series before they recast it into Mark Hamill. And it depends on where you go as to why he was recast. One thing says... He was having throat problems. Another thing says that he was, um, you know, he just wasn't the right fit for the character. He was too dark. Mm -hmm. uh, and another one that I read, one of the um, people with the studio was basically just wasn't a fan of Tim Curry, which is why he got recast. So it just depends on your source on that. I think it's a combination of he just wasn't a right fit for the character and the studio didn't, you know, really like him for the character. And so they replaced him with Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill didn't think he'd get the part, right? Mark Hamill went in there like he wasn't huge at that time. This kind of revitalized his career, especially as a voice actor. And he just kind of had this cool laugh, that Joker laugh. That's all yeah. him. He went in there and he's like, this is the laugh. And they're like, as soon as he did it, they're like, cast Mark Hamill. <laughs> Got it. Nailed yep. it. You're in. Richard Mole from Night Court played Two-Face. Uh, Roddy McDowell from Planet of the Apes did the Matt Hatter. Ron Perlman was Clayface. Adam West even did a cameo as Grey Ghost. And of course, we got to mention Harleen Sorkin as Harley Quinn, a character that was introduced in this series. People don't realize that. They think it came in the comics. But she, this was they wrote her as a uh, kind of a sidekick for... Uh, the Joker, and they realized how great she was. And they're like, no, she's not a sidekick. We need to make her like a serious character in this show. Um, and now she's got her own movie from this yeah. series. And it started with the cartoon. People don't know that. She wasn't even in the comics. Nope. Her first appearance was in the cartoon. Yeah, that's how great of a character she was. So, yeah. I mean, like, 
it it's just across the board top notch towards the end of the series like the fourth season it kind of got a little lame because the studio wanted more robin and so oh. if you look towards the end basically every episode has to have robin in it because they're like wanted to appeal more to children versus uh like a robin fucking robin but they did <laughs> say that he had to be um he can't be a kid he has to be older and, and that kind of stuff. So they did still allow him to be a bit more interesting of a character versus just the lame Robin of like, Hey, Mr. Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um, they didn't write it to be funny either. They mm -hmm. kind of followed the um, Tim Burton aspect of like, it was kind of like not funny. It was kind of dark. It was intentionally the show. dark. Yeah. yeah. They're like, look, we're not putting in a bunch of one liners and, and stuff like that. So yeah, it was across the board just fantastic series there's nothing wrong with this series yeah and i really like the villains because like you said they're they're sympathetic they're like you kind of like batman's gotta go defeat them right he's gotta go defeat him because he's batman he's gotta save the city but you also kind of feel bad for the villains because they were kind of made that way so they had sympathetic villains and 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 things like that yeah that was and i really love that that dark deco style i think it's very unique yeah, absolutely. And that was um, Bruce Tim, one of the producers on the series. Basically, he's the one who drew most of the characters. He, he drew Batman. Um, and that a came others, on the so he really right? Was that more of an afternoon thing? I think it started off as a morning thing and then moved to the afternoons. Oh, okay. I remember watching it in the afternoons. Yeah, I remember watching it in the afternoons. And I watched I watched X Men on the on Saturday mornings. Yeah, I remember that too. Saturday morning was X Men, and afternoons was. Batman, but I'm pretty sure from my research, they initially intended it to be a morning uh, series as well as part of that, like Fox's attempt at getting into the morning cartoon business to compete with the big three. And, uh, and then it moved to afternoons. Yeah. I, I think Fox, I mean, I got my own beef with them on many things, but I, I think back in the nineties, they really wanted to like become the fourth network. Mm -hmm. And to do so, I think they got edgy and, and I think a lot of their edge worked in, in a lot of ways and, and many things that they did. And I think this is one of them where they took kind of the superhero thing and they made it something kind of, it, it didn't insult it. Little kids could watch it, but big kids could watch it too. And even adults, and it didn't insult your intelligence. It, well, it was very smart. Yeah. They were talking about that um, with this. They initially took it to uh, Gene McCurdy, who was the executive producer of it, took it to one of the big three. And they were like, no, that's, you know, you need it to be this, that formulaic children's thing. And that's why. And then Fox decided to release it because if it, if it weren't for Fox, this probably would have never been made in that era. Mm. And same with X-Men, right? Like it, luckily Fox was trying to compete but also be edgy and be different uh, and, and made the show. Yeah. And, and I think they, I really think they did. They did a, I mean, they, they set out to what they wanted to, to do mm -hmm. because they didn't want to be the goofy little kids. They wanted to be kind of like edgier and they did. And, and it's cool when, like, I don't know people take risks like that anymore. Cause it's cool when you take some risks because you you think, hey, may, maybe this is a little different. Maybe it's kind of cool. And then you take the risk and it turns out to be super awesome like these two shows, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think these two shows probably in addition to all that the Animaniacs, or I don't know if Animaniacs, whatever that was more WB or, or something. I don't know, but th- these two shows really said, cause they already had some edgy sitcoms and, and adult things, but this, this, these two shows were like, Hey, we're F- Fox kids now. And we're still kind of edgy. And we have some pretty cool shows that even like older kids and maybe even adults will like check it out. And we're like, well, this is awesome. So I really love these shows. I love both these shows. Um, I, I, I love them today. I can't, like I said, I'm rewatching X-Men. If I can find Batman, I will, I'll rewatch that too. And I'll like it. I totally agree. Like I would rewatch it as well and, and totally love it. I've, you know, randomly seen an episode like flipping through the channels, you know, a few years ago and stuff, but I don't know where to find it now. It's probably on something. Maybe it's on the HBO max. Cause that's like a lot You're of probably right. Stuff. Yeah. I, bet and I think I'm going to get HBO max. I'm going to get all the streaming services just for the old stuff, man. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to have a whole big monthly bill that I <laughs> I can't help it, bro. You're like, <laughs> they, they own me. <laughs> your streaming services are going to equal what your cable bill used to be. Like yeah, everybody's canceling cable and then like, they get all the streams. At least it's about commercials. <laughs> Why don't I, I'm paying cable and they're still showing me commercials, even though I'm giving them money. Well, uh, folks, we can't say much about these, both these shows that we don't love. So we're going to have to throw it out as a Twitter poll as usual to see which one you, the audience loves. I think Batman, the animated series is the winner because it's got the better animation, but overall, I think they're both fantastic. I love I think this. X-Men does because it, it actually has a more sophisticated kind of ongoing storyline. Could be Could serialized storyline. I think, I think Batman was kind of self-contained episodes still. It was X-Men was the first kind of serialized thing. That's why I think it wins. Even though its animation was pretty gnarly <laughs> and, and they didn't have any famous people like as voice actors. It was some Canadian people, it's t- Toronto, unknown Toronto people. <laughs> <who are cheap. laughs> yeah. I didn't even name all of the well-known voice actors. I mean, there were others too that did. I think Batman had a bigger budget. <laughs> uh, one thing to point out too, what they did that was a little different is they actually had all the voice actors in the room together. So that they're actually feeding off of each other. Most animation is done. They put an actor in a sound booth by him or herself, and they basically just have him do the lines, you know, multiple times. So with this, they actually put all the actors in the same room. So that way they're actually feeding off each other and reacting to the other person to make it mm. more believable and more realistic, more like what actors would do in a, in a film or play or TV show. Yeah, I think it shows, though, if you watch an episode, it's like it doesn't have that it doesn't have that feel. It has a feel like the actors were really into it. Mm-hmm. The, you, you, you really feel it. So that doesn't surprise me. Like I said, I, I, after my X-Men, I'm going to rewatch Batman, too. And I'm going to look out for that. I, I'm, I, I even remember how kind of kind of rich it was with the voice acting. Yeah, the performances are really there. They um, everybody was had to sit down in order to keep them a bit more calm <laughs> for their characters, except for Mark Hamill, who stood up because as the Joker, he needed to be a bit more <laughs> tweaked out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Mark Hamill yeah. stood up. Everybody else sat down <laughs> when recording. I could just see. Oh man, we got to look up some video of him. See if there's any video. Of oh, him I'm sure there is. There's got to be some video on YouTube of tweaking him. out on the Joker voice. That must be. That 
that must have been a fun job. He's probably like, yeah, this is way better than Luke Skywalker. This is this is more fun. It gave him a career as a voice actor. I mean, yeah. prior to that, nobody really thought of him as a voice actor and then got tons of work because of it. Yeah, he did. Good for him. Yeah, it's fantastic. All right, folks. Well, you heard it here. We'll throw it out to you uh, on Twitter. Let us know what you think in regards to who's the winner. And of course, you can follow us at the 80s and 90s com on Twitter. Visit us on the web at 80s90s.com. Check it out for some cool shiznit and gear. Sign up to the newsletter. And with that, we will say we are out of here. Like, I didn't come up with one. I was hoping one would just pop in my head at the last <laughs> I minute. You thought there. it was just going to come out of your head. I did. I really thought it was going to come oh, out. Man. Um, oh, man. All right. We'll just say, you know, we're out of here. Like, good animated television i don't know you do see decent animated television now sometimes no man yeah it's out there there's good stuff out there all right we're just gonna say we're we're out of here like like x-men's animated quality (laughs) 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 because it wasn't that good animation but the story was awesome you know so even though the animation's a little a little harsh you guys gotta you guys gotta you guys just gotta listen to the story 